Count your blessings, ladies and gentlemen, because this is Brian Pillman Jr., and you're listening to the most influential podcast. You're listening to the Pro Wrestling Proverbs. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite wrestling podcast, Pro Wrestling Proverbs. Sorry for the little delay here. Uh, I was getting settled into a new big boy job, figuring out the schedule. And uh, Logan was busy scouring the streets for uh, some insulin scraps. That's me. I Thankfully, he did find it, so we're good for another couple weeks. Yep. Uh, we didn't have to resort- Just pumping along. We didn't have to resort to Petco this time. <laughs> and uh, this episode, we're gonna go. We're gonna do something a little bit different. Uh, going off the rails. Going off the rails. <laughs> this, this is usually stuff we talk about before we uh, hit that record button. When we hop into Discord and spend thirty minutes talking, it's usually not about good stuff. It's usually not about the stuff we like. We usually say that for, for the main show. For you guys. Yeah. Uh, but this time we thought we'd switch it up. Uh, we're gonna t- we're gonna talk about people we hate. <laughs> yeah, people we hate, or <laughs> we might not hate them, but there's something that they do that we hate. There's definitely some people I do hate on this list. Oh, one hundred percent. Uh, the first one off the list here. I know I'm gonna go a little bit out of order from what we have on here, but I think I legitimately hate this guy over the person we put first. Is uh, about the Dorio because he is yes. he is a women beater, uh, yes, drug addict, uh, deserves to rot in prison. Uh, he uh, he tries to start promotions and then fights with the talents. He um he's been given multiple chances by WWE and TNA, and he just ends up messing it up along the way. And he's possibly getting another one. Like, I, I don't understand how you get a third chance. Like, I'm pretty sure, didn't he quit both times? Yeah, yeah. Um, he might get fired the second time. I don't know. All, all I know, the only good memory I have of him is where John Cena had the open challenge, and I wrote all those people on top of my fridge, and I remember looking at you, and I'm like, you know, it'd be a meme if they brought... Mexican and doing the U.S. title. Yeah, okay. And I wrote him on the fridge. And... It was him! It was him. That is the, that is the only good memory I have. Uh, I didn't think he was good. I thought they were really trying to replace Eddie. And, um... I mean... There, there's there's nothing good about this guy. We, I think he, he ruined Paige's career. career. I... Th- I... At the time, yes, I I thought it was very obvious that she wasn't in the best uh, spot mm-hmm. being with him. Um, and uh, we also were glossing over his uh, sexual assault charges. We didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I think I just put a woman beater in there. But uh, yep, he uh, aggravated count one count of kidnapping and four counts of sexual assault. Uh, he. He's just not, he's not good. I don't want to see him on a main show anymore. Um, I think when people list worst WWE champions of all time, 
he should be at near the top of the list, if not at the top. Because, um, you know, people remember uh, Ginger winning it. People remember uh, a lot of people winning it. You know what I don't remember? Del Rio winning it. You look, you look him up, and you're like, oh wow, he actually he he did stuff. But uh, yeah, he had chances in WWE. He had chances in TNA. And he's just it. The only thing memorable about him is all the bad shit he does. That's exactly why he's our number one entry on. People we hate. <laughs> yep, on, on today's on today's list, yeah. Uh, um, I want I I, I want to throw uh want to throw Braun Strowman up there. Okay, Braun. I I think it goes back to when he did those tweets, and I'm paraphrasing, but he essentially said, you know, go back to the Indies, blah 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 blah." Um, if he can't make it in WWE, and then he talked a lot of shit, and then he got shit canned. Uh, and I can give you the uh, word for word. I'll be counting up okay. the tweets. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here we go with more of the somebody pay for my bills stuff. If you cannot afford to pay your bills, maybe you should change professions. That's why I quit Strongman. I loved it. I couldn't afford to live. So instead of making a GoFundMe or a Patreon wanting someone else to take care of me, I went out and worked harder than I ever have in my life to get where I am. What happened to being accountable for your own actions? And for one of the guys, that's easy for you to say. You're a WWE superstar. Just an FYI, seven years ago, I moved to Florida with everything I owned in a Kia Soul and $150. Well, The Rock had $7. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> so it's, it's interesting. Rock. It's interesting that he says that. And um, recently oh, he's been also, back at that weightlifting. Tweet, that tweet was dated um, March 20th, 2020. Okay. The very beginning of the pandemic when... Everything got shut down, and independent wrestlers had no way of making money. So it wasn't yeah. that they uh, couldn't afford to pay their bills. It's they could if they were working. They were not working. They were at home while you were in a billion-dollar company that was still putting on shows and paying you. Uh, and then he lost his position on the card. He wasn't the guy. So from what I gathered, they wanted to restructure his contract because he wasn't, you know, the main event anymore. You know, they had McIntyre, they had Roma and all that stuff. And they couldn't restructure. Oh, so like everyone else who they felt they were paying too much, they let him go. Um, recently, he has been putting out videos of himself working out. He's been putting out videos of him, you know, in little, in, in little fights. I think it was the arm wrestling competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's been reports that he is trying to contact them, but they are not trying to contact him. I wonder why. He, uh... I, I knew I hated him uh, as soon as he drove that Kia Soul. So as soon as I read that, I knew it was... It's over. just... I don't understand someone... I And we'll talk about this with someone else later. 
this is an example of getting put in a main event without having any prior which I mean some people can do it you know but it makes them think that they're too big for the britches and I mean it, it was a mistake for him to take the title off Goldberg it was a mistake for him to do anything after that and the biggest mistake was having his gimmick be a choo-choo train. But Braun Strowman, <laughs> I, I also don't want to see you back in a major promotion. I think WWE's main event is better without you. Because with you there, it, it was obvious if that you were going to win until you fought like the McIntyre or the Brock. Um, not going to go to Ring of Honor because you have to actually be a good wrestler to work there. I don't. I don't think. I don't think you go to AEW, unless Bray, or you know, Brody Lee's wife can get you a job. And with how you complained about pay, you're not gonna go to Impact. So. Also, this oh. this fucking guy, he he tweeted a video of him uh, opening a can of those little Celsius drinks. Yep. Oh, with his bare hands. Yep. Yeah. Crushing it. I just wanted to let you know, I'm a little bit of uh, industry uh, trade secret here. Uh, those cans are shitty. <laughs> <laughs> My old job, uh, they fucking cracked open all the fucking time. Like, it's, like if they fell and like hit the slightest thing, they're fucking spraying everywhere. So, I'm not impressed. Almost like uh, matches. Yeah, something sli- if some if something slightly um got in the way of the match or slightly um punctured the match, you put this analogy, and it would just spray everywhere. I was plus plus you brought Nicholas <laughs> into this world. <laughs> Alright. I will never forgive you. We have a almost forty minute video on YouTube of me discussing potential partners. And you chose a child. I don't care if that's kayfabe or not. You chose a damn child. I will never forgive you. You, that was like three hours of our life, of our life wasted uh, because of him. Remember, we set up so so late that night. You made your made your list. We walked, we went over people. We pulled up uh, potential. Uh, like oh. people not signed to the company, like all who would make a good return at this <laughs> moment. Rank them. Uh, yep. Speaking of not being uh, impressive, uh, well, there's a lot of people on this list I can make this transition with. Um, you want to do uh, let's, <laughs> Tommy Dreamer? Yeah, his his um, his recent performance on Dark Side of the Ring wasn't very impressive. Oh, um, and, and I'll preface this with saying I believe that sometimes, and you've agreed with me, Dark Side of the Ring, you know, stretches the truth, or they they turn it. it. Yeah, yep. But um, I don't think they do it with everyone. I think they have a couple people, like for example, Bruiser Brody's one. I think it was Tony Atlas uh, with this. 
Ken. I think it was Mike Kyoto, just with how he was talking and being. I don't think it was Dreamer in this one. So if you want to make the argument that maybe Dark Side of the Ring did that, no. Uh, you could tell Tommy Dreamer thought he was being clever by saying that, essentially, you know, oh, people hate my hair because it's in two ponytails, and then, you know, it'll make them feel uncomfortable. I now, just, I'm I, not, I, I, I don't, we don't know what Ric Flair did or didn't do. There's a lot of back and forth on what happened after he opened the robe. I'm not going to get into that, but for Dreamer to discuss whatever happened to his ponytails or compare them, why? I think uh, Tommy Dreamer was just trying to stick up for somebody he liked and respected, but he did it in the worst way possible. And, and you would think he would know not to, because this is a guy... It's been on, it's been noted. He ran ECW once Heyman left. He was a WWE producer and trainer for a long time. He's essentially helped run TNA. He had his own damn promotion. Like you would think he would know the ins and outs of HR. What? But, what but, not to say? Yeah, but this is the same guy. Who I don't know if you've heard this story, um, because he was so angry at Paul Heyman for just quote-unquote, leaving ECW, going to WWE as a commentator. His story goes, and you can look it up, I may be forgetting details, that he wanted to show up to, I want to say it would have been WrestleMania 17, with a gun, jump the barricade, and kill Paul Heyman. I'll do a uh, quick verification of that story. Oh yeah, I see it right here. Yeah! Tommy Dreamer reveals he considered killing Paul Heyman and himself. Yeah. Seventeen. Yeah, it sounds like something I'd make up for this, but nope. Well, let's see. Um, wanted to jump the barricade. His House of Hardcore podcast. He and and, and no one brought this up. Uh, when ECW went out of business, I was twenty nine years old. I had a lot of money, my parents' money, trying to float the company. Paul Heyman who I thought me and him were super tight, he screwed me over big time. He was in the WWE the whole time. I had turned down hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to WCW, and now I was unemployed. Yeah, okay. I went from a $750,000 offer, and Paul Heyman crying to me that if I leave ECW, it will go out of business. Meanwhile, he was getting a paycheck from WWE. I don't begrudge him, but then, but then I did. I was depressed as depressed as I can be. I had women, I had fame, I had everything. It was the worst time in my life. I was doing indies, making decent money, uh, but I lived at home. Uh, this is crazy for me to admit, but I am doing it for a reason, just like I admitted to other things previously. WrestleMania Houston, he called it WrestleMania Houston, that bugs me. Um, Paul Heyman told me I was going to debut all this stuff. They had a TLC, and Spike Dudley came in, and Rhino came in, and Lita came in. That was supposed to be my spot, and then uh, I got, got nixed. I... I don't know what that word is. I know what Nix means, but it's spelled weird. Uh, then on, there was going to be a, a hardcore 24-7 thing that was going to be all about you. And I was all supposed to debut. I remember I did the show there, and I saw the sign that said, Guns Welcome. I was in Houston. I did an indie show, and I said, what's this? I'm from New York. What do you mean, Guns Welcome? They said, oh, you're allowed to bring a firearm into the venue. I was across the street from the Astrodome when I tell you it resonated in my head so much. I'll tell you that what I want to do. I was going to hop the rail. I was going to whack Paulie 
in the back of the head, right at the announce table. And I was going to whack myself. Yep. That. Oh, it's nobody talked about this. That is insane. Did you talk about like, why you didn't do it? I don't know. I don't know. And I just want to say with that story, he said he was offered $750,000. No, no, he wasn't. All the ECW guys that went to WCW, <clears throat> Mike Austin became the fat chick thriller and was mid-card at best. Sandman became hack, was in their hardcore division. Bam Bam Bigelow became, I mean, he was still Bigelow, but he was in their hardcore division. You're not getting paid that kind of money to be in the hardcore division. Tommy Dreamers, as Johnny Gargano would say, cuckoo bananas. And... Know, there, <clears throat> at one point, you know, I, I liked his drive. And it seemed like he was always working. You know, he'd be in TNA, and the moment he'd leave TNA, he'd be in WWE for that feud with the Wyatts. He'd always have his show. But, uh... Nope. After the comments... And after... So, when this after this episode aired, Ric Flair gave an apology, and it was like seven pages. It had quotes from people. <laughs> had a website and... page. <laughs> yeah, like, there was there was a lot there, and he, he had people talking about how you know, you know, Rick probably opened his row, but he never had anyone do that, or he never had anyone touch him. I mean, Dreamer's apology was half a page on his Instagram, and it looked like he copy pasted a apology note template. I hope, I mean, Dreamer flexing what he did, flexing what he said. And uh, just to make matters worse, I, I hope he shaves his goddamn ponytails. <laughs> Me too. And he just shuts. And he just shut the fuck up about him. What's he? I'm trying to find this fucking dumbass shit. Yeah. Uh, he did the. Uh, it was never my intention to uh, offend anyone, or victim shame anyone. Uh, but that's that's kind of exactly what he did. Yeah. Um, I understand my comments were insensitive and could trigger emotions. It's, he, think, it's literally all the big words. It's, it's buzzwords. Yeah. I don't know. I, Tommy, I don't accept your apology. Nope. I wasn't offended, um, but I don't accept your apology anyway on behalf of everybody else. Somebody that that does offend me is uh, Ryback. Yeah, uh, he he started offending me when he became a Paul Heyman guy, which apparently he offended Paul Heyman too, because Paul Heyman's gone on record and said that he was the worst Paul Heyman guy. I I I just I just have this thing about wrestlers and social media. And there's a couple other people on this list uh, that fall into that category. I I don't like his social media presence online. I think it's fake. Um, I, he is a fake wrestler. I understand that. Um, I don't like... I don't know if you've seen it. And maybe not a lot of people have seen it because... Because his tweet does say he's like... How come my interactions are so low? Nobody is interacting yeah. with my tweet. 
I'm not getting no impressions. Stupid. Like uh, that, that more than self. Other than his sloppy in ring work for all these years, uh, and his bland personality. Um, it, that my, pisses my, me off more than anything. My big issue with the guy. And he blocked me on Twitter. He's he falls in the Strowman category. Where I think he was given a main event too fast. I mean, yeah, he was Skip Sheffield with the Nexus, but after he became Ryback, he squashed people, and then he was thrown in that thing with Punk. And he just he always thought he's been good. Um, it bugs me that he's upset with WWE for trying to trademark his phrases and his name. Uh, Ryback's not your real name. You and and he he tries arguing it like that, and I and sure he would lose money because he'd have to do something else. But yeah, this is another warrior situation where he thinks he's bigger than he is, and I'm sure well he hasn't already going to change his name to Ryback so that way he can try and keep it. There's just nothing. There's nothing good about the guy. Everything he does on Instagram. Makes fun oh. of quote unquote marks. What? I figured it out. I figured out why what? he's so mad at Twitter. Why? He believes that WWE is working hand in hand with Twitter uh, to have his social media profile suppressed, and he is oh. evidence. Um. First off, I I don't believe that this is something WWE wouldn't do. I feel like this is something they absolutely would do if they had the ability to. Um, yep. But I don't think Twitter really gives a shit. They really don't. It, no. It, it took them fucking a year to uh, ban somebody for trying to overthrow our government. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think they really do care about a phony pro wrestler on Twitter. And then he apparently, you said earlier before we started this, that he tweeted that he's trying to make a comeback. Um, And and I just find it coincidental that he's deciding now to come back after Punk did his comeback. But why? And, and then again, it's like with Braun. He's not a good enough wrestler to go to AEW. TNA already has... Big Hoss men, and Ryback's going to expect millions of dollars. I would hope WWE wouldn't bring him back, especially after all the shit talking. And I think the only way he goes to AEW is because it's been on record that Cody Rhodes and Daniel Bryan like to bully him. I would be okay with that. Yeah, bully him backstage. But I mean, actually, he... you know, I think the bullying might have worked, because Ryback is a vegan now. Oh... I think I think I saw that somewhere. He said something about. Oh yeah, he worries about the animals now. Aches and pains go away when you're a vegan. I might be thinking of somebody else, but I'm pretty sure Ryback said that. So if I become a vegan, will he go away? What kind of fucking aches and pains do Ryback? What does Ryback fucking have? I mean, steroids called or cause uh, degeneration. True. Okay, you. 
Alright, case closed. I was gonna say, yeah. I don't think he worked a fucking hard match in his life. Um, every TLC match or hard hitting match he was in, I feel like he was the one doing most of the uh, punishment giving. He had a lot of potential. And, and like I told you before, too, with his <laughs> look, he should have done more. I mean, it, it, the meme is that Vince McMahon loves big, meaty men. He was the meatiest. I, um, I just gotta read, I know this, I gotta read you this tweet I just saw about Redback while we're on the, while we're on the Okay. Uh, I this is like I don't like I don't know why this is on uh, like the one of the first results when you search for Ryback it has like two replies to it, but it's pretty funny. Uh, this one guy at so do tw so dutw says Matt Woo Woo guy Cardona taking an admirable left turn from working ballparks and conventions remains pretty wild, much like Cody Rhodes in 2016. Uh, then this other guy JJ Smith Radio. Uh, he's going to be EVP of a third rival company in a few years. <laughs> um, and then he replied back to him, that's better than being a Ryback-level weirdo or involved in the free-the-narrative crypto scam. Which is, <laughs> which is awesome, because fucking Braun Strowman's in that dumbass shit. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I'm going yeah. to think I'm going to give this guy a follow page it's just it's one of those things like i said he was meaty and vince's world and he didn't do anything but you you know you know it goes good with meat barbecue sauce and you know the next people on my list <laughs> it's horny old men on twitter <laughs> like jim ross and mark henry i love jim ross to death um, Let's want play a game. Want play a game real quick, Logan? Okay. Well, you know what game we're about to play. Yep. It's how far down you go <laughs> on Jim Ross's page before you find a horny tweet. Mmm, and, and his likes. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna give. Uh, I'll let I'm, you gonna, I'm gonna say six. Six. Yep. But if, if, if you guys are unsure what we're talking about, um, Jim Ross, which, like I said, I, 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 I love Jim Ross. Uh, lately, some of his comments on AEW have been a little absurd, like saying he'd hire CM Punk anywhere, because as far as I remember, uh, he did not want CM Punk on the main roster. But that's beside the point. That's not what we're talking about here. Um, I love him. But he'll retweet and tweet, you know, good-looking girls, good-looking women. And typically, he'll use the emoji that has the little cowboy hat. And he'll talk about how beautiful they are. And <laughs> and it, it is, it's weird. Uh, Mark Henry Mark Henry also does it. He comments on Instagrams as well. And it, it is, I just don't like it. I know that Twitter, you know, you can pretty much put anything out there, say whatever you want, blah, blah, blah. But it is... It's just not good. Oh, no. What? <laughs> Keep going. Uh, it's just, and I'm sure it's more than those two. Those are like the two 
big just criminals when it comes to this. Because um, Zia Lee just recently got drafted to SmackDown. Whenever she would put any sort of image about you know her being in a bikini or in a bathing suit, Mark Henry would typically comment on it. And I mean, it would be one thing, but you could make the argument, oh, their coworker, she he's congratulating her, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But at the time he was doing it. He was a producer or a trainer or whatever his role was. I think it just it makes it a little more weird. I'm trying to find an example here of just what he comments or because it was it would typically be it was like he was trying to flirt, like he was trying to get a hold of her. And I just I I, I was just not a fan. Um, I there'd be one. So I have just the, uh, the what? The answer for you on our game. Okay. Uh, it's one. No. His most recent like tweet uh, was that one uh, Green Bay Packers girl I was telling you about. Oh, yep, 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 but yep. I, but I found something else. Uh, he follows. He went to his following. Uh-huh. Uh He follows the at WWE porn account. No, he doesn't. I, 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 oh, I swear to God. Well, and then, um, go back to what I was saying for proof. Mark Henry, and I know this is far back, um, and I know he was a sexual chocolate gimmick before anyone tries to use that as a reason. Uh, Mark Henry responded to Zia Lee. That, I mean, this was in 2019. This is when he was very much a producer. Very much so. And, and he responded saying a bikini pic saying she posted again, guys. With exclamation points. Or he would say, y'all see this picture? And this was August 19th, 2029. Before we uh, leave a, our good old pal Jim Ross. Uh, do you remember his um, tweet to Becky Lynch? No. Your mom is a lovely lass. Acorn is <laughs> far, 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 far from the tree. <laughs> Jim Ross retweeting lying, <laughs> lying in bed naked, windows open wide, and lathered in the <laughs> Oh no! All right, all right. We'll we'll go to the next one. You mentioned you mentioned mother. Uh, let's just let's just do a quick one. And I know this bothers me more than you. Uh, let's go from mother daughter to father son. Uh, Vince McMahon, can you please teach your son how to throw a goddamn punch? Like, I think I don't know. He's trying more. to look like a boxer. What's? And I I know that's what he's trying to do, and I hate it. Because he's a graying old man in a baseball jersey or tank top, depending on the event, and then jeans or athletic pants, and he's punching like that. Like, it looks awful. Just uh, go throw yourself off another cage. What is is more offensive to you? 
Okay. This is regarding Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon's punches, or the proposed storyline where Shane McMahon was the father of Stephanie's child. See, I'm talking about how I hate Shane. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't think he did that one. So I'm going to let that one slide by. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... What I do hate about Shane is I remember, so we would have been sophomores. Uh, it was February 2016. And there was the rumor that whoever the Undertaker was facing at WrestleMania was going to come out. And it was a big name that we haven't seen for years. The internet floated around The Rock. Goldberg. Kurt Angle. All your big names. And they all made sense. They all had reasons. And then it was my birthday. I went and I saw The Witch. And I told you, hey, send me a message if it's someone big. And before you even could, ESPN reported on it. Oh, yeah. And Shane McMahon was back. Shane McMahon. And he did a match with Undertaker. And it started the yearly tradition of his dumbass throwing himself off the hell in a cell or a steel cage. Because that's all he could do. Besides throw terrible punches and miss the coast to coast. I just want to do a big apology here to Undertaker, Evan Owens, (laughs) to Sami Zayn, to The Miz, to Dolph Ziggler for having to work with him. There's no reason that those talented individuals should have had to work with him. Should Braun have still had to work with him? Yes. 100%. You know, it, hopefully two negatives would have made a positive. It didn't, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been. He he never even answered your challenge to fight him either. No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. I told him and Daniel Bryan to pick a third partner. I would have traveled and I would have been with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And, I mean, we might have lost the match, but I would have beat the shit out of Shane McMahon. You wouldn't have even tagged in. You would have nope, I, I would have done old... like people yeah. at the video games. Yep. Jump off the apron and just go pull him down. Just run over and just beat the shit out of the entire match. <laughs> he is wasted space. Um, I know that I, I like to meme the best in the world thing. That was frustrating, because I could have used that to propel someone. Him and the Miz thing... Uh, in a way, Shane won the feud, which I'm still baffled by. I don't know why. Him and, t- him and Taker, he had the, the lockbox. That went nowhere. Yep. That got dropped, like, immediately after it was said. And then, he was paired with Daniel Bryan just because they were GMs. Like, that, that was it. And he has done nothing of note. At all. And to top it off, those punches are just shit. I mean, it's not like he put on a uh, a 3.25 star match, right? I I don't think so. I don't think he's ever. Uh, you know who? You, you know who apparently put on a 3.25 star match? Uh, who? I... Adam Cole in his debut Dynamite match against uh, Jungle Boy. Yep. Mm. I mean, Dave Meltzer. Well, you know, Dave. Dave. Dave is always right. You know, Logan. Uh, sometimes you just got to understand that your opinions are wrong. <laughs> and Dave's is right. 
that's okay. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. You know, not all of us are right. Uh, just because you don't think uh, Adam Cole and Jungle Boy could wrestle a uh, 3.257897 star match. Uh, and Meltzer guy can. <laughs> That's on you, okay? I I just brought up uh, his ratings. I want to see what else is considered a 3.25. That's all I'm going to look at. I'm not going to look at what's better, what's worse. So other supposed 3.25 matches. Uh, Jesus. Sheamus and Ricochet at Backlash. Uh, Johnny Gargano and Bronson Reed at Stand and Deliver. Riddle and Mustafa Ali at Fastlane. Seth Rollins and Shinsuke at Fastlane. But you know what else yeah. was a 3.25 star match? What? Uh, Shane McMahon and The Miz versus Cesaro and Sheamus for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships at Royal Rumble 2019. So the one where they won it. Yeah. What do you have to do to get it? I mean, Natalia, Natalia and Mandy Rose at Hell in a Cell, which I don't even remember was a thing. That was got they got three stars. Do people really follow this rating system? Like, I don't think I've looked at it this closely. Do they really believe this? Uh, yeah, this is like, I, I was kind of half joking at the beginning there. This is, um, these ratings are gospel. Like not Riddle not about our gospel, not our gospel, we're, we're, we have our own proverbs over here. Yeah, like like Riddle, Bobby Lashley, John Morrison got three point two five as well. What in the fuck? What what what's gotten five stars this year? I guess we'll just shit. I can. I'm trying to find out. It's hard to. Is this real? All below match ratings come from Dave Meltzer. It's only reflects matches entered in the database. He gave out a six star this year. Yeah, the um Osprey and Tagagi? What in the hell? And and then Penta and Phoenix against the Jacksons got five point seven five. I mean, it was a great match, but five point seven five, that means it was better than perfect. What got five? Did any like American Danielson and Omega? Is that a five star match? In your opinion? Um I really enjoyed it, but the thing is, it is five stars. The no, I don't like this guy. I like them. Uh, uh, apparently, um, apparently, Cole Omega and the Young Bucks against Danielson Cage Jungle Boy Luchasaurus was four point seven five. Okay, I don't think that, but <laughs> what I was gonna say is he already he's ruined his ratings by giving out. Like six stars and the five point yeah. fives and all that because like for the longest time, like you know, it was five stars, right? It was hard to yeah. get five stars. But there, you'll make the huge probably make the argument that like oh, there's just a lot of good matches happening recently that deserve it. Um, but you got you got to think of um, a Dave from Barstool. Uh, like I said, I don't really like this guy like personally. But I think yeah. his pizza reviews, the way he does that, is actually really uh, interesting because you notice, like he'll never score anything over like a nine. Uh huh. Because like, okay, what happens when you get uh, like a ten? 
Like, if you rate something a 10 out of 10, like, how are you going to find what happens if you taste oh. a better pizza? Well, it's like, um, another example is your movie sucks. Right. People, people hate him because he gives out so many sixes and sevens, but eight, nine, and ten means it's the creme de la creme. That's a, yeah. Like, going back, Rhea, I, I loved the Brian Danielson Kenny Omega match this year. I, I was into it the entire time. If I had uh-huh. my own like star rating, I'd probably give it like a four point five because it wasn't the greatest match ever. Like, it's not a five out of five. There's matches that are better than it, but that's just that's just the the, the Meltzer rating. Um, uh, Britt well. Baker and Red Velvet got a three point five. Nakamura and Apollo Crews got a three point five. Is he even watch him anymore? You know, I. But then he gave Bianca Belair and Bailey a three point five. The Hell in a Cell match. Maybe, maybe we just don't understand. So that Hell in a Cell match, which a lot talked about being one of the better women's Hell in a Cell ever, is a 3.5, and is the same as Darby Allen and Sting against Jeff Barker and Matt Lee in their Tornado Tag match. I, yeah. And the same as Nikki Ash and Charlotte Flair and No Holds Barred. Okada and Omega got seven stars. He is an absolute joke. I think oh, we just might. I guess we just don't get it. Maybe there's I, maybe there's a method to the madness we don't understand. Maybe it's because we're not subscribed to the rest of the Observer newsletter. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Maybe he is under contract with AEW. Um, uh, I mean, if he was under contract with them, he'd probably put on as good a match as some of the old-timers that they've got. Because, I mean, if, if, if there's one thing that I hate, it's... Oh, WWE can bring in... I, I think that WWE could bring in, like, Tully Blanchard, who in AEW everyone gives the You Still Got a Chance, right. uh, and then people would shit on him because he's under the WWE banner. I just... Wrestling fans are fickle. Yeah. So I think they are... We don't only, have to... S- they're only remembering... Because uh, the best... The past few old, quote-unquote, old-timers that WWE have brought in have not been very successful. Oh. Um, and the last couple that AEW brought in have been. So I think that's what drives that narrative. But it's not like WWE hasn't done it before. Like, they yeah. don't how. I, I would consider Edge an old-timer. Well, I mean, going back a few years. 60, but... They did Ricky Steamboat. That was perfect. Um, I mean, when they brought RVD in for that, like, six months to a year, that was really good. Yeah, they put people over. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just... I won't spend a lot of time on this, because I think it's one of those things where 
because um, we can cover this at a later one, but we're wrestling fans. Like you said, they're fickle, but the worst fans are the ones that have loyalty to a certain brand. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, we can do like a whole like 30 minutes on this. Uh, it, it's just, it's bothersome that, like I said, one can do one thing, the other can do another. It just doesn't work. But, yeah, like, I'm sure, um, I remember reading it. Uh, AEW fans were excited that Tony Khan was trying to get Goldberg. But I'm sure those same fans <laughs> now hate any time that Goldberg fights anyone. And, you know, at least be, like, persistent with it, too. Like, I would hate Goldberg in AEW. I would hate I hate him in WWE. Like, I don't really want to see Goldberg. But, like, I know, I know what you're saying. There will be, there is definitely a lot of people that would mark out hard for Goldberg to, I don't know, wrestle fucking Kenny Omega or something. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, you know, I would love to see that, actually. I would love to see how that works out. Uh, yeah, it's just, I think that mostly comes down to uh, wrestling fans having short-term memory loss. Um, I know they say they love long-term storytelling, but only when it's convenient. They, yep. they only remember, they, they also have, that's, I think it's more selective memory, too. They'll only remember the bad for certain promotions and the good for the other one. And it's, it's, just, it's not just AEW fans and that hate everything WWE. There's a lot of WWE fans that hate everything WWE does. Or, I'm sorry, yep. AEW does. Like, oh, oh, yeah. CM Punk's cutting another promo. Oh, uh, while wow, Chris Jericho's on commentary. Oh, why, the, why is Sting doing this? Blah, 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 whatever. Like it goes both ways, and it's equally as annoying. Um, I, I think we're both in the same boat of, wow, wrestling is, kind of pretty cool right now. Yep. And there's no reason to not enjoy both when they're both doing good things, and to be, and hate things on both shows that you don't like. It's not a competition, really anymore, because WWE is on its own, is in a different universe, literally. They're in the WWE universe, and AEW is stuck here on Earth, and that's fine. And I, like, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that either. You know who is uh, at the forefront of the WWE universe? Who? One of their lead, one of their lead announcers. Oh, Corey Graves, that piece of <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, the only reason I hate him, um, uh, other than how annoying he is. Like I, I never really liked Corey Graves as a, like a commentator. I, I thought he was okay. He was when he first came, uh, when he first started. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good like breath of fresh air from the Michael Cole, Jerry Lawler type. Well, especially because he had just recently had to retire from in ring, so he still had a lot of in ring knowledge. I think that's kind of went away. As times went on, my issue with Corey Graves lies with who who cheats on their wife with your daughter's favorite wrestler. 
like honestly like that whole fiasco you don't hate Corey Graves you hate Corey Graves as a cheater I hate Corey Graves' actions oh cause you know uh there's one he... I'm gonna I'm gonna say boop 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 I'm, I'm, I'm throwing in an audible here while we're just on the subject Kyle uh, Anderson <laughs> go fuck yourself <laughs> yeah they're it's one and the same um, except uh, Corey Graves knows his place to defend the guy, but he knows that he's just a, an announcer. Carl Anderson thinks he's top of the world. And like I said, it's the same thing with, well, not the same with JR, but I liked Carl Anderson at one point. And uh, here he goes screwing up again. Just to throw insult to injury to Corey Graves' wife, if you type in Corey Graves' wife. Mm-hmm. It has his ex-wife's name, but Carmelo's picture. No, I'm been, looking now. It says they've been married from 2009 to 2020. <laughs> oh, no. That is not good. Also... I feel bad for John Cena, because remember they said they, they thought they saw John Cena with Carmella? It turned out it was Corey Graves. How do you confuse those two? I, I don't know. Like, that's probably why John Cena changed his haircut. Felt disrespected. But yeah, no, but I agree. I mean, it's people like Corey Graves and Carl Anderson. And let's not forget, Bray Wyatt did it too. And they give professional wrestlers a stereotype of being just horn dogs out on the road. Like Edge, you know. Eating on their wives and getting with something new. I'm trying to find the Instagram posts that she made. Her game's wife? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that shows how little he appears on my radar. So I know Carl Anderson's wife made the social media post. I know Bray Wyatt's wife made the social media post. I didn't realize Craig Craig's wife did. Oh, here, I can bring Braun Strowman back into this. Uh, Braun Strowman uh, did like a caption this. I don't see what the actual picture was. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, Braun Strowman tweeted, hashtag caption this. They put when you hear a woman yell, rip your shirt off, and you get excited, and you look and realize it's your mom. So I'm guessing it's, he's like getting his shirt off or something. And <laughs> Graves commented, "Baby, you said you'd be out of town until next week." Oh. And Braun Strowman replied, "I think we both said that before." LOL. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh, he did the, um, uh, when they were fighting, he was like, I'm going to die. We're breaking up. Oh, boy. Oh, no. 
these texts. Um, anyway. From his wife? Oh, no, from him. To her. Oh. I can't top it what I've got, so why try? I want to fade away. <laughs> <laughs> Give them whatever they need. I'm going to sleep. Maybe I'll wake up. Maybe I won't. I don't want to wake up anymore. This is after he uh, cheated on his wife with his daughter's role model. He is such a mess. Then, after she posted that, she doubles down and posts this other screenshot of him saying, I suggest taking that post down. WWE's going to sue you. I just got a call. Oh my god. Well, on that note, uh, I think I think I think I feel okay after all this, giving a certain uh, let's just call him a political figure who doesn't want to wear a mask, even though he wore a mask his whole career. I feel like okay giving him a slide. Oh, um, our, our boy uh, corporate king. Yep, I mean we helped get him elected. Remember? We did. I think I casted the uh, winning vote. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I don't have as much an issue with him after speaking about all these people. But uh, I do know that I want to end with our favorite, Brad Shepard. <coughs> oh, sorry. You said Brad Shepard and I had a gag reflex there. <laughs> <clears throat> Where do if, you've, if, if you've been listening to us, um... Whether it was last time when we put a couple out, the first time where we were weekly, something's always stayed the same. And it is our absolute hatred for the misogynistic, bad selfie-taking Brad Shepard. Um, yeah, I, to be honest, for the, for the longest time, past couple of uh, well, not for the longest time, in the past uh, couple weeks, I kind of forgot why I hated Brad Shepard so much, and I knew I hated him when we lived together uh, mm-hmm. when we first started. So you know, I've been trying to do some research, and uh, I forgot that he tweeted a top five women of wrestling after dark. So a bunch of uh, random wrestling people naked. Yep. Um, let's see here. Fox's WWE count. Uh, uh, fucked them up. Said that uh, my sleeper pick is Becky Lynch. Because uh, she's when she's picked, it's going to put me to sleep. He sent that to uh, at WWE on Fox for the WWE draft two years ago. <laughs> and then WWE Fox replied, well, if a WWE insider says in his bio and everything uh, says so, then it's over for hashtag the man. <laughs> <laughs> I think they they fucking replied to him on his fucking uh, uh, Facebook too, like a couple months before that. Uh, 
Oh yeah, he he came out with a report that uh, a WWE employee comes in contact with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So, and then WWE on Fox replied, "Guys, we usually don't interject, but when it comes to serious stuff, we will." Ringside News, especially Brad Shepard, isn't a trusted news source about anything. Please do not listen to them. Uh-huh. Do as you will with other journalists. We won't promote anyone here. But please avoid ringside news, especially when it comes to something as serious as this. So, yeah. Brad Shepard is a lying uh, sack of shit. Yep. And he does anything um, to get his name across. And like they said, there's many people that have good opinions they give good spoilers they let you know about things he is not one of them um and i and i will gladly say fuck brad shepherd i don't think anything he says is worth it and he can't take selfies i think this is most egregious offense is his fucking karen 40 year old mom selfies especially especially when he rates women too so then he, then he puts those selfies out there. Like I think his current one is like a super filtered photo of him, which is even worse. Mm-hmm. But like at least like your old photos, like it was just you sitting like at a desk with your AirPod in. Um, I guess whatever you know, you try to do it from the top down so you don't look so fat. I get it. <laughs> Um, let me see. He? Well, apparently, apparently he, he bought some uh, indie wrestler uh, XXX pick and videos because he's complaining that they ignore him after fans receive after receiving their money from fans. Oh. He tweeted, pro tip. So he, he's horny with Jim Ross. That's <laughs> uh, Pro tip, if you're an indie pro wrestler, is helping to pay your medical bills by selling uh, pics and videos to fans via DM. Don't ignore them after receiving their money. So I'm guessing he donated to somebody uh, to get some uh, sexy time pics uh, and did not get any. Um... His tweets are just god awful. Oh, this guy put a uh, seven times Brad Shepard is wrong in the last sixty days. <laughs> this was back. I don't even know how long ago this was. Let me see. What was the date on this? Twenty twenty. Um. According to the source in WWE, Dolph Ziggler is not scheduled to face Goldberg at SummerSlam. <laughs> Remember when he didn't? Oh wait, he did. Unfortunately, that, that was that was actually actually I lied. That was That's a good one. one. That, was, that was one of the good ones. I'll take that back, Goldberg. I'm sorry. Brad Shepard, uh, he's trash. And while on his tweets. I just found something that goes back with something we talked about earlier. 
Matt Riddle said, I love my life so much, bro. I'm in California tagging with my best bro, Randy, and trust me, it doesn't get any better than this dude. And Lisa Riddle responded, you would say that now that you packed up and moved to Orlando away from your children. <laughs> so, yeah. It's going to clump Riddle in. I guess I guess that section can be called um, scumbags. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider like Dave Meltzer a scumbag or uh, J.R. Mark, oh, no. or Mark Henry a scumbag, but that that section, oh, the cheaters oh. and the children leavers. Okay, okay, and Brad Shepard. Oh yes, I yes. I don't think he's done any of those, but he he can be with them. Yep. Okay. But um, yeah, this was just a uh, fun little idea we had. Uh, things that hate that we hate that get under our skin. That we kind of gloss over on the normal shows. Um, we have more ideas. Whether it's stuff WWE does, stuff AEW does, stuff the fans do. Especially you sloppy little marks. You people. Especially you fucking fans. I mean, if you have any ideas and you listened this long, I don't know what our time is at, but if you listened the entirety, tweet at us. Um, let us know. You have something that just gets under your skin. As long as we hate it, because if I like it, I'm not going to talk bad about it. But as long as we hate it, we'll bring it up on another one. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you know where you can send those tweets at at uh, PW Proverbs. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know if we want to open the floodgates, but uh, we do have an email. Oh, we do. We do have an email. We do. That's uh, Pro Wrestling Proverbs at Gmail dot com. Uh, yeah. That's it. Like I said, if you're listening to this and you hear that, uh, we let us know what gets under your skin. Guys, I, I, so I don't have to go through everything. Let's cut this outro short. We have almost a social media and everything except Facebook. Uh, so Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, uh, Twitch. We have a Twitch channel. Haven't started using it yet. Um, YouTube, Spotify. It's a... Most of them are pro wrestling proverbs. Our Twitter is at PW Proverbs because of character issues. So if you enjoyed that, please give us a follow on all of those and uh, share this with your friends. I would say rate it, but Spotify doesn't have a ratings unless you're listening on iTunes and you can give it a rating. I don't give a fuck what you do. Um, <laughs> as long as you don't cheat on your wife like Carl Anderson and Corey Graves, you're okay. Yeah. Yep. And if you follow us on Twitter and I happen to follow you back, don't be a fucking horny old man like JR. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I mean, like I said, if you like this, let us know. If you have stuff you hate, let us know. We might mention it. We might not. Or, or, you know, or don't let us know. You know, I'm actually kind of busy, actually, so... <laughs> don't, don't even fucking bother. Let, let, let Brad Shepard know. Yeah, tweet you at hate Brad him. Shepherd. I'm gonna I'm tweet him right now, actually. Unless Logan beats me to it. <laughs>